Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros, and the Caxton Hotel on 104.5 Triple M and the Listener app. This is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo, and Dan. Triple M Breakfast. Hello, podcasters. Big hello, hello to Vinny from Fernie Hills. He's texted through yesterday's podcast code word. Can either of you remember it? Mardo, Margo. Ooh, yesterday. Mardo's turned his microphone Was it off. Motherfucker. He's, he's on Morton Island. <laughs> And it's raining, so you're turning your own mic on and off. Can you please communicate like you're on a two-way radio and say over when you've finished Can you talking? hear me? Over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you're coming through loud and clear, Captain. Was the code word motherfucker? Over. It was bees dick. Over. Oh, that's right. Why was it bees dicks when we worked out fleas dicks were smaller, smaller. than bees dicks? Let's take what we can get around here, I think. Over. We were actually talking about mozzies, mm. and you told us that mozzies have two dicks. No, fleas. Oh, fleas have two dicks. Fleas a double fleas. dick. Over. Over. Um, um, but remember, the more important thing, how long was a giraffe's doodle? Four inches. No, three Four feet. Foot. Four foot. Four foot. Imagine um, that, the giraffe throwing the leg over. Over. I think, I think maybe we should over. finish this chat right here. We were told yesterday that our podcast is getting a little bit rancid, so we need to move on. We need to edit out you talking oh, okay. about Over. <laughs> well, something we can't even mention again. Well, some guys are into that. It's kinky. Marty and Jim Boomba hey, said... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Come on, mate. We've got to give out the new code word. Oh. Come on. And we've got to tell Hurry them up. what they're winning. 0484101045. Text the code word if you want to go to Pandemonium. Placebo. Placebo. Wolf Mother. Alice Cooper. Bribey Island. Tickets on sale now. Pandemonium.rocks. If you want to go, text the, today's code word, Margo, which is... Bees dick. That was yesterday. Oh, sorry. Make it over. Um, over. 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 Marto, you happy with over? Yeah, over's good, over. Well, text it over. Over. To... It would be good if this podcast was over. <laughs> oh, is, um, can you hear this rain on the roof here? <laughs> yes, yes, it's annoying. Yes, yes I wish is it was. Have you had enough yet? It's over. triggering me. Uh, all right, triggered. My brain can't concentrate. Marty at Jim Boomba said, heard you talk best of suburban sporting clubs this morning. Got me thinking of my old footy coach, Ron. He'd have 10 to 12 beers at the pub before training. Come out, give us a gobful for being soft, beat us all in a road run, smash us in every strength <laughs> drill, and then he'd be back in the clubhouse thinking piss while we hit the tackling bags. We what all know Ron. Legend. Ron, well done. My favourite part of that was Marto turning up his microphone to give us a little <laughs> chuckle and then turn it back down. Marto, if you chuckle during the say over after <laughs> Oh, I've got to say over after the chuckle. Yeah, so well, That was very funny. I like Ron. Over. <laughs> Uh, Johnny at Acacia Ridge. We had, had Fat Cat on, an old mate of yours. Another Greg. Greg Ritchie used to host the show with Marto. He actually called through this morning to give us a traffic report. Over. Over. He, oh, no, I don't say, don't say it over he, the staff. No. He was just driving to a lunch and he was about to pick up Alfie Langer. They'd still be driving now. Yeah, I they're on their way up to Harvey idiots. Bay. Uh, he said, loved hearing Fat Cat on air this morning talking about getting on the piss at work. We had an old bloke who worked as a picker-packer for us. We'd turn a blind eye to him having a shot of whiskey here and there because he worked like a madman. New boss cottoned on and told him to stop, which he did. He was hopeless on the job sober. Yeah. Yep. Some people function better as alcoholics. There used to be a newsreader, Channel 9, I won't say his name, but he used to be half pickled. He'd go to the regatta every afternoon before he read the news, hey. come up to Mount Cutha, la, 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 perfect. They told him to get off the piss. He couldn't read without being half drunk. Oh, no. It's sad, isn't yeah, it? He probably starts shocker. stumbling. No, like delirium trends when you shake Over. and you need the grog to be steady again, Marta. I can't Over. take you seriously. 
I don't know what you're talking about, over. I wonder how Fat Cat and Alfie are going on their road trip up to We should Harvey, ring mate. and check in. I wonder if Alfie will fall over. Over. Six more songs. Yeah. <laughs> Can you ring Fat Cat Richie? Yeah, but do you want to just go on? Yeah, yeah okay. over. Yeah. Yeah. Is this Happy pod- Friday. Marto, this podcast is? Over, over. Marto's Thought on Sport. Right, the, the, big, the big point is it's back. Rugby league last night for the first time, and I know it was a trial, but it's back, and the biggest thing to come out of it was Ryan Papenhuyzen. Yep, the Pap was back, and with he actually said, can I play in this trial? I know it's just for all the reserve graders and stuff, but I want to have a run. Did you see his try just on half time? There's a kick. He kicks Papenhuyzen. Sound the alarm. scores for Melbourne. That is something special. Who were they playing? Remember, that, remember that semi-final against the Broncos when he went down and everybody loves the Pap. Even if you're not a supporter of the Melbourne Storm, he's such a wonderful player. And everyone went, oh, his second wicked knee injury. He won't come back, but he has already. And, all right, the score, the Bulldogs won 24-12, to 12, but as everyone knows with trials, if you win, well, it looks like we're going to have a good season. If you lose, oh, it's only a trial, we don't care. So rugby league season's kicked off, and that was about it. I'm still burnt from the year I think the Lions won the NAB Cup, the pre-season I Cup. I can't even. Yeah, then, it means uh, nothing. I believe they went on to pick up a wooden spoon. Oh, yeah. It means nothing. 2017, it means nothing. Did the Fox play on the Bulldogs side of things, Marto? No, he's with the Indigenous because that's the Maoris ah, against the Indigenous yeah. games on this weekend. Nice one, mate. Good to see Pappenhausen back up and about. Uh, look, this rain is so heavy right now. If you want to call in or let us know what's happening around your joint, always happy to hear from you. One triple three five three or text number Margo. 0484 10 1045. Mardo, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane as. If you've cost your company a little bit of money, hopefully it's not this much uh, as this guy has cost his company. Well, he's the CEO, so he just kind of said, oh, you know what, my bad, I'm sorry, that was my fault. $2.8 billion he has cost the company. It's the second largest rideshare company next to Uber in the States. It's a company called Lyft, L-Y-F-T, and they were forecasting their company's uh, profit margins for 2024 and instead of accident well instead of putting uh, 0.5% share profit increase they put 5% and now that doesn't seem like a lot right but 500 yeah. basis points compared to 50 oh, basis points, base what points have you been whatever reading. it's called what have you been reading basis points have you been talking says, to Scotty Phillips says here, it's Phillips. gross profit margin will grow by 500 yeah. basis points well, it's a factor or 5%. of 5% it's a factor of 10 that's pretty later realised that an extra zero had been added yeah. and it's growth is more likely <laughs> to be 50 basis points or 0.5% so what happened was... $2.8 billion. The share, the share, the share price, price went up The much. share price went up so much, everyone was like, oh, I'm going to get on this. And then they went, oh, oops a days. And he literally said, Lyft CEO David Risher, first of all, it's on me. My bad. This was a bad error. But it was just one zero. <laughs> this is a debacle of epic proportions, somebody else said. It's a black eye moment that I haven't seen in about 25 million... Uh, 25 is, million. Is 25 years. Has he still got well, a job? Well, he's the CEO. Who fires him? 
the board. The chairman of the board. Uh, Marto, that, they'll get sued now because what happened was the share price went up, right? A heap of people sold, a heap of people bought. The people that bought at the top, it immediately went back down when he said, oh, sorry about that, zero. Are minute. you saying to me people in America like to sue people? Apparently the world's <laughs> litigious now. I don't know if you know about all the lawyers out there, Marto, and you have strong opinions about that. One triple three five three. When have you cost oh. the company money? And you just go, oh, yeah, my bad. It, that was me. I'm sorry about that. I told you about the time that I was responsible for panelling, you know, which is pushing the buttons on a national show around the whole network. Yeah. And yeah. I, I didn't set something up properly and we didn't play an ad break, which doesn't sound that bad if it's one station. But when you network to, like, 90 different stations oh, and, and all 90 stations miss a whole ad break, oh, Mardo, which is five minutes oh. of ads... You sort of like that's they were cheering the listeners, they loved it. They're like, Yes, no ads, how good! Yeah, they just got to meditate for a while because it was silence for five minutes. But Marto, that runs hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Hold on, well, let's let's a lot of our people will have things fallen off a truck or they've ruined something when they were installing it or whatever. My yeah. girlfriend, um, she lives on the river at Tennyson and they yeah. had a they were getting one of those pontoon, you know, what are they called, the docks where you put your boat, a jetty um, pontoon, a jetty yeah. pontoon thing. Yeah, they were supposed to have one of them installed, but they, the people installed it at that two doors down. No. Yeah. $90,000 mistake. I love those stories. How about the people who um, demo the wrong house? Oh. Yeah, they oh. put a swimming pool in the wrong place. <laughs> so, Steve, our mate, the celebrant in Logan Home, we're talking how much money did you cost your business? What do you got for us, buddy? Wasn't me. It was a tool that I was working for in a large multinational with about 200,000 employees. Remember back at the turn of the century, the Lions did something spectacular? Yes. They, yeah. Well, he sent the wallpaper and went click add all. So he sent it to about 200,000 employees globally and cost the company about 25k what for did crashing he, what servers. What did he do? I oh, crashed the server. Oh. But he, what was he sending an email of? The wallpaper of the Lions. Oh, the like winning, a, oh, the grand final. A big picture. And what, the internet was so crap back then, Steve, in <laughs> 01, 2, 3, what, exactly. it crashed the whole network. He clicked yes. send all. Yeah. <laughs> what they oh, need to know. Lord. People need to know about the conquest of the mighty Lions. Mm, number one ticket holder said. Uh, Warren in Maclay Island. Good morning. Yeah, good, mate. The CEO of Lyft, which is the second largest rideshare company in the States behind Uber, cost his company $2.8 billion. Did you cost your company the same amount, mate? (laughs) No, no. No, I was a mechanic at the time, and I was working in the free delivery area, so I was preparing a vehicle for sale on a Friday evening, and I worked back to about 9 o'clock. I, I, so I prepared the car, I went to the dealer principal, he, he stayed back, and he said, great, good job, mate, go and buy yourself a carton of beer. So I did that in this car that I'd prepared. I went over to the bottle which is opposite the dealership, and I was in the bottle and I was paying for my beer, and I heard a thumping crash outside. And I looked, and my vehicle wasn't there. Looked out the door, you know. Anyway, it had it rolled out onto the Hume Highway, and, oh. a, and a V-double had ran over it. Oh, you oh. left it in what? <laughs> left it in drive, did you, Warren, when you got out? It was just, I didn't put the handbrake on, eh? Oh, yeah. oh classic. So how much did uh, that cost? So how much money? Uh, with the skyline, so I was, I don't know, maybe 30 grand at the time. This is oh. way back, you know, because I, I was actually fitting air conditioning to the vehicle. That's how, I, that's how old this, you know, how long ago it was. So what oh. did you do, Warren? Obviously, you had to tell, did you say, oh, there's been a, there's been a delay at the yard? 
I went, no, I wandered over to the dealer principal. He was a wonderful guy, ex-GIO guy. And he just said, go and get another one and get it ready for tomorrow. Oh, and I no. did. Oh. And I didn't hear a thing about it. Oh, it was wow. wonderful. Go and get another one. This is like when yeah. the kid's pet dies, Marto. Yeah. And you just <laughs> yeah, replace the dog. <laughs> go out. Hey, Ian from Burpengary's here. Marto wants to talk to you. Hey, Ian, what happened, hey, mate? Good morning again. How are you? Yeah, hey, good I, used to, I used to work at Bev Chain, um, loading trucks with alcohol and whatnot. I was coming down the aisles and I dropped 96 cartons of four-inch gold. Oh. <laughs> Stubbies? No cans, mate. And I had to go through every oh. single carton and I had to pull out every single can that had a scratch or a dent in it and throw them in the bin and keep the ones and re recarton the ones without any scratches or dents in them. Oh, how long did out of your day did that take you extra it, to do, it took us two days with doing the other jobs that we had to do through the day. I had me and another bloke gone pay with me helping. What do you reckon the Can product I... loss was? Well, I'm not sure because it'll be insured, you know. So, uh, mate, 96 cartons by hey. 96 times 50. Mm. Easy. And that's, a cheap, and that's a cheap carton, 96 times 50. Four and a half four and 80. Yeah. Um, now, listen, did you really uh, throw all the damaged ones away or did you put them in the car? I've got, I've got videos. I've got videos and pictures of me throwing away. Oh, fuck, mate. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> no. Hundreds. Hundreds. <laughs> we'll leave it in there. But, you know, right, you yeah. get emotional when it's yeah. Forex gold. When you're throwing away beer. Bad. <laughs> no one likes to throw beer. Model, Margo and Dan on Triple M. All right, Marto, here we go, Fish. mate. It's been a big week. Triple M's best of Brisbane, our most popular category. Incredible. incredible. Uh, the number of people that are nominated their butchery, the, um, their butcher shop, the, the connection people feel to their man of meat has been extraordinary <laughs> this week. I love it. The passion. Thousands and thousands of votes. We're going to crown the best butcher in Brisbane up next. Here's what you've missed so far if you've just joined us, though. Triple M's... Best of Brisbane. Best of Brisbane. Triple M's Best of Brisbane has already crowned Brisbane's Best Burger and Best Bakery. It was a real game changer, so thanks very much, Triple M. Really appreciate it. Thanks to all the uh, listeners to Triple M. That's amazing. Week three, the search began for Brisbane's Best Butcher, and the votes came flying in. Roadie Meats at Chermsall. Prestige Meats at Fairfield Gardens. Springfield Lakes at uh, Moe's Butcher. Blackwater Street Butchers in Ipswich. Archery, such beautiful family-owned business. We learned that a butcher can be a dangerous job. The fellow there with basically half his hand missing um, had nothing above his bottom knuckles and I've turned around and asked people like, what happened there? And there's a machine there called a hock cutter which uh, cuts off the hocks, the cows, the hooves and that, the legs. Mm. And uh, he stuck his hand in there to get a massive payout mm. um, to get himself a new car. But it also has its perks. Hey, yes. this, are you his butcher? Yeah, yeah. Ash Barty, she came to here once. Oh, you not like it, eh? We learnt that there's no meat that's off-limits for these butchers. Joel, I've just stumbled across a freezer here. Roo, crocodile, quail, spatchcock, duck. What's going on this end? Whenever customers come in looking for this stuff, we hunt it down and we, we try to get it for them. Quite literally. Bob Catter would be happy with you. <laughs> After thousands of votes, Triple M's Best of Brisbane, the final four. Moe's at Springfield, Super Butcher at Eagle Farm, The Butcher Shop at Cannon Hill, Arjuries Quality Meats at Chatswood Shopping Centre. Triple Lamb's best of Brisbane. The best butcher. Revealed next. Mardo, Margot and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane as. 
honourable mentions before we get to the top four. Margo, you've got yeah. it there in front of you. So got a little many. list here of uh, those who were voted heavily for, but unfortunately just didn't make it into our top four. TMP Organics in Everton Park, North Stradbroke Island Butchery, Stake Through the Heart in Brendale, Roadie Meats in Stafford Heights, Prestige Meats in Yamanto, Perry's Meats in Wynnum. Can I give a shout out to my butcher, North Karina Quality Meats as well? Arana Tender Cut Meats at Arana Hills, Kapalabar Quality Butcher, Debra Village Meats, Flagstone Butchery, Get Butchered at Caboolture, Hunt and Co. in Mogul and Lacan Butcher in Manly West. God, there's some great okay. butcher shops in Brisbane and they're much loved. But it, it came down to four. That's right. It's normally a top three. It's so tight this time around. We did a top four. It was Moe's at Springfield, Super Butcher at Eagle Farm, the Butcher Shop at Cannon Hill and Arjuri's Quality Meats at Chatham. Hatswood Shopping Centre. Congratulations. If you've just heard your butcher get shouted out then, they're one of the top four butchers in Brisbane. This is the moment, though. We've got them waiting on hold with bated breath. Melissa, Moe, Joel, Jerry and Mike from the butcher shop in Cannon Hill. You guys ready? There can be only there can be only one winner. Only one winner, and it was so customers. close, so close. There was hundreds and hundreds of votes for each Damn. of these butchers. We just maybe, look, we've got a couple of them here. Mike at the Butcher Shop, Cannon Hill. Congratulations on making it to the top four, legend. Hang on, all right? Mikey. He's so excited. He's speechless. He's dropped his phone onto his butcher's (laughs) knife. He's deboned his phone. Joel from the Super Butcher, are you there, bud? Yeah, I sure am. How yeah. you doing? Top four, mate. It's, it was so close. So close that we had to have a top four instead of a top three. Well done. Moe at Moe Springfield. Hello, good morning. Congratulations, top th- top four finalist. Good morning. Thank you, everyone. The moment uh, is about to be stowed upon one of you, Mike, the butcher shop, Cannon Hill, Joel from Super Butcher, Moe from Moe's at Springfield, and Gavin from Arjuries. He's currently serving someone. His customers are so important that it takes precedence over finding out whether or not he's the winner. Right. Uh, but we're about to find out, Marto. Are you ready? Stay on the line, Moe. Moe from Moe's at Springfield Lakes. You have won Brisbane's best butcher. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, guys. This is amazing. How's it feel, mate? Reward for hard work? Oh, mate, we're three and a half years old, and from day one, we've just put so much work to get our shop where we are. The amount of effort, energy, work from the boys, it's it's been amazing. Moe, I didn't play it on air yesterday. Can you repeat for everyone the story you told about that he was over in Dubai on holidays and what occurred? Yeah, so this will probably be about or good... 20 years ago, I can't even remember. So I was on holiday in Dubai and I'm at a nice restaurant and I'm eating this amazing steak, the best steak I've ever eaten. And then the uh, the waiter says to me, um, that's from your country, where you're from, from Australia. And I said, what do you mean? I live in Australia and I don't get steaks this good. And so then I went on my journey to find out where all this good meat was being exported to the rest of the world, yet we weren't getting it in Australia. So once we identified all the export producers, all we sell in our store is the highest quality export grade Black Angus and Wagyu. That's all we sell. We, we compete with exporters to get that meat to sell domestically. A uh-huh. lot a lot of places sell what the wholesalers push to them. That doesn't make the cut and go overseas. So we actually bid with the exporters to get that export grade meat and that's all we sell. Hence why you can come into our shop and get a 
amazing stakes seven days a week, every single day, and that consistency and quality is there all the time. Brilliant, Moe. Well, the proof's in the pudding or the uh, the T-bone, mate, because it's only three and a half years you've been at it and you've been voted the best butcher in Brizzy. We've cooked up a little marketing package for you. You're going to hear your ad in just a sec after the traffic, but just to get us there, you've now got a new ringtone for your phone too, mate. When you got meat in your belly, you feel good inside. There's even a hit called Bullhide. Forget the song. You should long for a tasty eye. Feel it. Awesome bangers on your plate. You sure as hell don't want to be late. Two Moe's butchers, they're the ones you want. They're so damn good, they even got this song. Oh, an extra bucket of fish heads for Rick in the audio dungeon. Well done, Moe. Thank you so much. Just want to thank all the people of Brisbane for voting for us. Thank you so much, guys. It means so much to us all. Good on you, mate. Hey, good pointy raises. Vote at triplem.com.au because a vote is going to pick up $1,000 cash. Extra little bonus right now for three people who voted. We'll get them up later in the show. Meet Trey from you, Moe. You're going to hook up. Uh, well, we'll pay for them here at Triple M and we'll get it out to three people who voted. A Meet Trey from Moe's. Thank you. Easy. All right. We noticed with Moe's, obviously an amazing butcher, export quality meat, but geez, Moe and the team hammered the social media. They were putting stories up on Instagram, multiple per day, multiple posts, just getting people to vote. Local community groups in your Facebook pages of the suburbs in and around the area of where your shop is. Uh, And this one's going to apply to that because this is all about your suburbs best sports club. And it may be one where your child plays, maybe one where you grew up playing. So it's not – we don't want to go professional organisation. It's not the Broncos. It's not about <laughs> no. the Reds. It's not about the Lions. It is about suburban sporting clubs, the best one. So but something like Jeeps Rugby Club, that's a ripper out at Ashgrove. North Asplick Devils, so Marto. Yeah. Oh, they're North Asplick Devils. Now you got me. <laughs> <laughs> Brisbane's best sporting club, triplem.com. Suburban sporting club. Yeah, we know the Lions are obviously Might be a swimming club. That's locked up. But, hey, don't don't discount the fact that the Brisbane Lions, Dolphins, Reds, Broncos, Firebirds, all those big, you know, sporting clubs are going to get on board. Mm. Maybe yes. they might be able to help out our local su- suburban sporting clubs. Depending oh, on what okay. you need. Yeah, Marto, mm. it could be signed merch for your next raffle. Players could attend training sessions, help out the kids. Tickets to the game as a reward for the volunteers at your club. Plenty of options here. Brisbane's best suburban sporting club. Triplem.com.au. Vote and nominate up there just for voting. Could win yourself $1,000 cash. Marto's Thought on Sport. Hey, listen, let's talk about a list that I've got in my hands on. The NRL's hottest 100 players. Ooh, it's hang uh, on, it's hang more on. important than the Dally M. Hey. How dare they objectify out. men like that? I know, it's terrible. Let's do it anyway. Yeah. Hey, listen, I won't go through the whole hundred, but Ryan Pappenhausen's number nine. Sean Johnson, our warrior, he's at number eight. Nico Hines, only number seven, Margot. I thought, is he the best-looking man in rugby league? Cameron Murray, number six. He's a bit mousy-looking for me. Doesn't Reese Walsh have this stitched up just based on... Number two, you're beating me here. Number two is Reese Walsh. Number three is Kalen Ponga. What about Muscles from Parramatta? Madison, Ryan Madison. No, he's like in the 20s. He's up up in the 20s. Sure. Keep throwing them at me. Is there Um, a redhead in there? Surely there's got to be a redhead. Corey 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 Horsbrough. Osbrah is the only one I can find, the only redhead. He's at 38. So he, they've got – is that a joke? Right. Like, he's beating 
Adam Reynolds at 28. Is anyone going? Yeah, Reno's oh, cute. Mind a bit of that. He's a cutie. Oh, really? I'd have a Reno's slice a of Reno. He's a Is Paddy Walsh in there? He's a snack, Paddy Reno. Walsh. Paddy Carrigan. Paddy Carrigan. <laughs> Paddy Carrigan's in there at number five. Is he cute? Yeah, he's cute. Jordan Ricky. Actually, there's plenty of Broncos. Jordan, Jordan Ricky's Ricky number four. Reese Walsh, number two. Jermaine Asako, is he in there? He's 36. Is he cute? Is right. he? Tony Staggs. Well, I'm just Listen, asking other Broncos. A couple of real surprises. No Jared Wallace. Oh, mm, oh unfortunately. Oh, no, it's a real. It's a real uh, can you give us number one? Um, so you're telling me oh, Nathan Cleary's got to be in there, surely. Yeah, yeah. Nathan Cleary's like number him. 12. 12. Number 12. Um, so uh, Reese Walsh, number two. Yeah, he's number one. Who beats Big him T- out? Big Tino's number 11. Ezra Mams, 25. Mm, Mark Nichols. Have you seen him? All right, do you want number one? Well, where's the goat? It's not Wayne Where's Bennett, Give us it? the goat. You mentioned the goat. Where's Mark Nichols? Mark Nichols. Oh, he's in the 90s or something. Christian Welsh, he's cute. Cam McGuinness is in there. He hasn't got any teeth. Like, he's got his four front teeth oh. are missing. Like, a girl's finding that hot now, Did Cameron they? Munster make the list? Money? Yeah. No. No, no, no Munster. I think he makes the Premier's 11. Oh. <laughs> Aaron Woods made it at number 61. This is becoming a joke. All right, number one. He's never passed the ball before. Oh, I know who he, this is, Marto. Your least uh, favourite player. The love bug. I can't. He does not know how to pass. Herbie Farnworth <laughs> oh is the hottest God. player in rugby league. We've picked an Englishman. Yeah, he's pretty hot. We've picked a Pommy to be the hottest player in rugby league. This he's is cute. an outrage. He's cute. He's got great hair too. Got great hair. Look, his job <laughs> is to hit other men. He's got good legs. He his shaves hair. his legs and he pushes his socks down. You you notice, you'll notice. He never pulls his socks up. He always wears them down around his ankles to show off his calves and his sexy shaved legs. He'd be terrible to have a date with Marta if you're at dinner. Hey, pass the salt, Herbie. No. Bit sad for my wife's favourite player, Lindsay Collins. Toothless Lindsay didn't make the list, did it? Look at the arms. Is Lindsay's tooth at somewhere? Lindsay's tooth at 84? Got nothing. Is he in there? Oh, yeah. I hope so. What a list. Triple M breakfast. Look drunk, sound drunk, smell drunk. Triple M breakfasts, RBT game. One of our favourites, the RBT game. We Ooh. play it at 7.40 every Friday. Marto, are you going drunk, drunk. already? All right, yep. it's Matthew. You're going to lock in drunk, having not even heard it. I like the bravery. I'm going to the Joe Pass. I saw you driving, drinking some Jim Beam in your hand. <laughs> Yeah, it's an offence. No, I thought it was an offence to be over the limit. Oh, I as well. That was the police officer that sounded drunk. Yeah. Has he been drinking? <laughs> I think he took the gym beam off him and said, I'll finish that. You yeah, know, yeah. it's an offence to be drunk. Wonderful from you, Marto, to lock in drunk already, and he's driving while drinking a gym beam. Uh, not encouraged. <laughs> I heard the Joe Pass. I saw you driving, drinking some gym beam in your hand. So that's the copper. That's the copper. <laughs> wow. Right, a bit more with Matthew. Oh, hang on. That says part. That, well, that says part two of more information. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's, okay. It's first blow. All right. Is there two blows? Well, do you want to lock something in? <laughs> I'm thinking drunk, Margot. I'm going to say sober. I reckon he's just enjoying one. Do okay. We need you 10 minutes, okay? You've gone over. But will 10 minutes be enough to bring him under the limit? Because he was drinking whilst mm, he right. was pulled over. So he's saying, Oh, I thought it was only if you get caught drunk, like if you get yeah. blow drunk, but. 
He this might be just his first drink. He's but just, he's got yeah fresh alcohol in his mouth. In his Instead mouth. of cracking a mother, mm. he's cracked a black rat. So he's blown the machine out by just blowing Jim Beam into it. Into Marto. it. So yeah. like, I'm let's staying wait. with drunk. All I'm right. staying with Bargo. drunk. No, I'm going to say sober. I'll go drunk. Under. Go 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 go. That's the way. A very close call for Matthew. Oh. Yes. Margo, well played. All good. Oh, well played for you. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, next one here. This Imposter. is Travis. Got pulled up after the Super Bowl. Oh, my roots. I sold up in booze. Absolutely drunk. It's New Year's Eve across New South Wales. The RBT teams are out in full force. Margo? I'd ask you what you think, Margo, but... I... What, what, what? Hold on. What do you mean they're out in full force? What are they doing? Well, they look at the norm. Was pulled over doing 60 in an 80 zone. A reading now could bring him to a permanent standstill. Who? Norm's, bring who to a permanent standstill? Norm's driving Norm. real slow. He's doing 60 oh, in an 80 zone. he's old. Yeah. Take yeah, his Norm. licence off him. Get off the road, Norm. Norm's on, like Barnaby. I think he's mixed his prescriptions with alcohol. I think I have too. Yep. Yes, uh, true. Norm, you, you want to guess, Margot? Your options are drunk no, or sober. I'm not saying anything. Drunk, drunk. So yes, drunk. I think so. <laughs> when this instrument has analysed a sample of your breath, turning a reading of 0.079 grams of alcohol in 210 litres of breath. Oh, oh, Norm's in trouble. He's a bit drunk. smelly too, yeah. wouldn't it? Where <laughs> Norm's does he come breath? from? The Bowls Club? What's the story? Yeah, I don't have much more info on Norm, but I believe his story ties into Kung Fu Dave. Who's Kung Fu Dave? Well, Meet Norm's Plan B. <laughs> Kung Fu Dave. What? What's this? What's I'm so going confused. on here. What is happening? <laughs> Should we just go to the ads and the traffic and the news? What, did Norm come out <laughs> kicking and swinging punches? Who's Kung Fu Dave? No, he's his plan B is that his son, David. Probably sitting next to him in the car. Can you play the next bit of audio? Because no, that's when we find out if Kung Fu Dave's. Oh. Norm got done drunk. So, he's yeah. da- so Dave, okay, Kung oh, Fu Dave's Dave has come to pick swept him up. in to pick him up. <laughs> Kung Fu Dave's come straight from karate with his kid on. Marto, do you think Kung Fu Dave, Norm's mate, is going to be over or under? Oh, I love this. I hope his mate goes... Point four. Yeah, yeah. During a mobile drug test, police picked up unlicensed Dave who returned a positive reading to methamphetamine. Oh, my God. So Norm's rung his mate Dave who's unlicensed. He doesn't even have a licence. And he's he's been on the gear. And he's on the gear. Oh, Oh my Lord. What a schmozzle. No wonder he's doing kung fu. Now who are they going to read? He's very active, isn't he? A roller coaster. It's Mardo and Margo and Dan on Triple M. Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. We're talking youth crime yesterday and defending yourself when criminals try and enter your property, steal something off you. We got a sad call from a bloke called Lucas. This is the back end of it. I'm the only income for my family at the moment. Oh. We've got two girls and my missus and so... Lucas, kids, hang there, mate. Hang there, mate. We'll see if we can do something off air. we got partnerships here at Triple M with tool companies. We'll see if we can hook you up with something to, just to get you on your feet again. we got your back, Lucas. Just run us through quickly, mate, again. What happened? Well, the most recent one was on Monday morning... I rocked up, I literally just grabbed a nail bag out of my ute and then boom, drove away. Ute stolen, you saw it on the news then being used by youth, some of these youth criminals to uh, rob places, huh? Yeah, it was on seven years that um, like that night 
that uh, they, they they obviously took sack my they stripped all my toolboxes off all like all my gear off my car like everything all ladder racks the whole lot and then um and they were breaking into houses and then they were caught on CCTV breaking into the tobacconist at Jinder Lee. Mm. All my carpentry tools, because I'm a timber carpenter, so I've yep. got like a lot of a lot of specialty tools. So yep. I've done Queenslanders for years, so oh, that's yeah. been my bread and butter. And it's going to be a bit rough replacing all of that. Well, Lucas, luckily for you, we've got some pretty awesome people that listen to our show and uh, Steve. Uh, was listening to your story and he wanted to jump on board and see what he can help out with. Steve, good morning. Hey, how are you? Yeah, good. Now, we know where you're from, Steve, but can you tell Lucas from Ripley where you're from? Hey, Lucas, how are you, mate? We are from Bailey Ladders and Weatherguard Toolboxes. Oh, hey, mate, how are you going? Steve, you thought maybe you guys might be able to help out in some way? Yeah, absolutely. Look, Lucas, we can't um, obviously you know, help the vehicle and all those sort of things, but we can uh, we can help you out oh, get course. get started. So um, our weather guard toolboxes, mate, we're going to set you up with a couple of them, a couple of alloy oh, toolboxes. Wow. They're the um, they're the they're, the philosophy of them is all about security, mate. So we never want to see this happen to you again. Uh, it makes us sick to the you know these scumbags are running around doing this to people like yourself. So we're going to set oh, you up well, a couple of them, mate, and, um, and also you need your tools back as well. So we've got, got our Bailey ladders. We know you probably have a couple of them. So we've got our, our trade light range. So we're going to set you up with a, with a double-sided um, four-step in, in those and also our, uh, our X-rays oh, as well, mate. They're, uh, they're a dual-purpose ladder. So that'll that'll get you sorted out for your uh, for your A-frame, and then also you can convert that into like a straight ladder as well, mate. So that'll that'll get oh, you started. Oh wow! Thank you. Get your, so get your operational much. again. Yeah, no problems, yeah. mate. We uh, we're just that so sick and tired of hearing these stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, I know, and it's like you never think it's going to happen to you or your mates, and then it's just happening so often. And like honestly, yeah. you didn't have to do that. I just more want to put the word out to everybody else. But yeah, thank I know. you so much. It, really, nah. it takes a lot of pressure off the family too at the moment. Luke, I use one of those weather guard toolboxes. They're magnificent. Mate, bought one of them last year. But also, we're still working on the tools. I know how important that is. So you'll have to keep borrowing your mates' tools until we can get that sorted out, mate. We haven't forgotten. Nah, that's all good. Like I've, I've got Mason throwing me some spare stuff here and there. Like yep. it's sort of it's getting it's keeping me going. It's not, it's not I'm really up to par. But look, it, like people are helping and it's amazing. I'm just glad that people actually there's still good people left around. You know. Hopefully the cops find you Ute as well. What what are we looking well, for? What yeah. sort of Ute? Because a lot of eyes here on Triple M. What what's a Ute? What sort? It's a 2012 white PX Ranger. Um, the only thing that's left on it now yep. would probably be the black bull bar. Um, and that, like an ARB bull bar. Everything else was stripped off it. It had a Mighty Car Mod sticker on the back of it. Mighty Collingwood, did you say? Mighty Car Mod. Oh, good, good, Lucas. If it was Collingwood, we would yeah, have to take, take back yeah, the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> we would have to take <laughs> back <laughs> the toolbox. So that's, uh, thankfully, right, it's right, not, that's Lucas. Start, Lucas. Good Lucas. Hey, massive shout-out to Steve and the team yeah. at Warnaco, Weatherguard uh, Toolboxes and Bailey Ladders. Thank you so much, Steve. No worry, guys. Thanks. Uh, yeah, lucky thanks, we could Steve. help out. Yeah, unreal. Honestly. And Lucas from Ripley, we're really sorry to hear that uh, that situation has been thrust upon you, but hopefully the community comes together and we can help each other out. If you see that car, if you see that you call Crime Stoppers would be my PX advice. PX Ranger 2012. There you go. Oh, on you, Lucas. Thanks for the call, mate, and um, good luck with everything. We'll get in touch about the tools as well. Awesome, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm your legend. Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Brisbane has. Time to get to the big man.
big man, the big rockman for the Brisbane Lions. Are you happy with the montage we've put together for you, Oscar McInerney? Oh, very generous. You would have been scraping there. I was fine as those crumbs. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Oscar, like after last year's heartbreaking loss in the GF, before you guys went on holidays, I've been told, did you do a review session and everyone was very honest about everything? Yeah, it was really actually good. I was kind of wondering sort of after those hours of losing what the next few days would look like. And when we sort of got back to the club after flying in from Melbourne, we did a big review and uh, a little bit daunting being in the uh, club auditorium as we pulled apart the game, but uh, really incredible how vulnerable, honest the players were, like going through little moments that ideally you would like that, but just going to take that opportunity to learn from. They say you got to lose one to win one, uh, Big O. Is it too far to look ahead to the end of the year already at the beginning? Oh, way too far, but yeah, you, well, that's the thing. Like We have to review it to try and, and hopefully take that opportunity as a learning rather than just sitting on our hands and growing. Um, and hopefully we've been, over this pre-season, been able to implement some of those uh, lessons. Oscar, during that review, did you call any of the umpires in just to review their decisions about paying yeah. advantage to uh, Lockie Neal when there was clearly no advantage with like two minutes left in the game? Um, do you bring up mistakes that other parties could have made that you guys can't be blamed for? Uh, no, nah, we just uh, sit back and look about what we can control. Uh, yeah, that's sort of where... God, that was frustrating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we just look at what we can show. Oscar, you're very... It was virtually a truth-telling exercise, but also very forensic and professional of the Lions to go about that. Did, before you went on holidays over each, over Christmas, did you talk about no-one... Do you, are, is, are the Lions this professional? Talk about no one get their girlfriend or wife pregnant between <laughs> Christmas and New Year because yeah. did you realise it's exactly 40 weeks from Christmas until the grand final week? Are they, did the Lions lay down the law in terms of that? No, we didn't, but I sort of lived that through because um, my wife, we had our first child on the week before the finals, which was pretty nerve-wracking, so I oh, passed God, on yeah. the to, um, yeah, just okay. to be... How are you going as a father? Yeah, well, that makes sense. a long way down in the cot. Yeah, it is. the old back. Get him down the garage back, yeah. You said take control of the things that you can control. One thing you can't control is a baby's sleep, um, Big O. How's the bub sleeping? Uh, He's doing well, the big fella. He's uh, learning, but, uh, yeah, he's trying his best, and that's all you can ask. Uh, Oscar, have we got a future father-son here? What what percentile height Height, is the baby? Have we we got a 99 percentile on our hands, maybe 100? Yeah, I walk out of those uh, nurse sessions where they measure him with my chest puffed out. He's doing well. Hey, Oscar, Fan Fest, 4 p.m. today, Brighton Homes Arena, Springfield. Plenty to do for the kids. And then there's going to be the intra-club game. I do notice that James Blanc, uh, who plays for Hawthorne, has torn an ACL in an intra-club game. Oh. Is there a ding-dong at the Lions that goes too hard in training, either on the, their own body or, or someone else's body? You just want to put on notice now to just relax and not go too hard the Savo tonight? Yeah, absolutely awful for that young Hawthorne guy. Um, he had an incredible year last year. But, yeah, it's, a, it's always that fine line because you need to maximise your opportunity in the intra-clubs um, to try and get as close to full noise. But, uh, yeah, Noah Answorth, he's... Noah, right. relax. He's got a glass but, jaw, so he's, yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs> crazy. Big O, back to the important stuff. Are any of the boys heading to Taylor Swift or Pink? 
Uh, I'm unsure. There has been a fair bit of swift chat. I've seen a few boys with those friendship bracelets getting around, so oh, oh, uh, it's hard to look at. Hugh McCluggage and Cam Rayner would be paying a dollar one to have friendship bracelets at Taylor Swift, surely, Oscar. Yeah, oh, yeah risks are full of those boys, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Good on you. Oh, we love your work, mate. Get it done this year. You just need to go five points better in the last game and you'll bring home the cup. And we'll talk to you through the season, champion. Speak then. Oscar McInerney, Ruckman for the Lions there. Fan Fest, 4pm today at BHA, Brighton Homes Arena in Springfield in the Intracod game on after. And, and if you're heading out there, Dan, go to Moe's Butcher and pick up some meat. Oh, yeah. Springfield as Big well. Big O, where do you get your meat from? Do you go out to Moe's at Springfield? They just won Brisbane's best butcher here on Triple M. No, I did hear that. So, yeah, we'll, all the boys will be going there. We've got the North Karina quality meats up here as well. So, they're going with fine treat. Are any of the Lions oh, vegan? That's my butcher. Yeah, no. North Karina quality meats. All, all the Shout lines, out to Michael and Sherry. The Lions eat meat, <laughs> don't they, Oscar? Just, just for clarity, all the Lions boys eat meat. Yeah, I think we had a pescatarian there for a while. But, yeah, all, everyone's oh, on meat. Yeah, eliminated him pretty quick. Yeah. Triple M Breakfast. Don't you know, Marto, Margo and Dan on the radio. Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan.